My biggest fear would be when the first comes and I don't get the rent. I found that my tenant had dumped concrete down my toilet. Can you believe Fair Housing fined me $5,000 for that? How do you onboard your tenants? What do you do? I don't even know if I do it right. If you're a landlord, don't just rent, rent perfect. The Rent Perfect Podcast with property expert and private investigator, David Pickron. Well, Scotty, we're here again talking a little bit about rentals and how to find success. And uh, having a good day today so far? Of course, yeah. Awesome. It's good to, good to be here with you. Uh, hey, like us, subscribe to us, comment. Uh, any feedback is, is, is welcome. I don't mind a little tough love, too. I mean, yeah. we get a lot of tough love from our tenants out there. We go on we Instagram do. or Facebook. Uh, you know, we're the devil. And uh, I don't we're mean to be like to that. Be, yeah. not trying to be. We're just trying to protect... You know, our flock, and that is that is yeah. the landlords around the country who do a great job yep. providing. Nobody providing likes the educator when it goes yeah. against what your yeah. what your stance is, whether that's correct or not. So, well, we've seen um, in most areas of the country, and I got to be careful because I'm not an expert in most areas right. of the country, but we've seen rents go up quite a bit, and we're keeping up with um, our rents and and raising rents mm-hmm. as as need be and which has been a great place to be and making a little bit, uh, hopefully, more money in your pocket. But all good things kind of come to an end a little right. bit. And now we're starting to see stagnant a little bit, rents trying to not, not increase anymore here. And I have a feeling we're going to see them dip a little bit. Uh, we're, gonna, we're having record evictions, and evictions create empty houses, mm-hmm. and it creates more rentals on the market. And then landlords have to compete with each other to fill up up their property. Yeah. But one of the things that you see as we go into an economy that I believe we're going into is you see people not have as much liquid cash as they did before when they're working overtime mm-hmm. and they're making good money. And sometimes these rents, for example, in Arizona, it's not uncommon single family home to be 2500 to 3000 So if you come apply, I'm going to ask you for your first month's rent of, say, 2500 I'm going to ask you an equal amount for your deposit. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to have $5,000 in the bank that you're going to give to me before I hand you the keys. Right. So now we're seeing a, a situation where people are saying, hey, listen, I've got your 2500 first month's rent. I get paid on the 15th. I get paid on the 1st. Um, I, I make enough money to pay the rent but I just don't have the cash in the bank of $5,000 right. right now. Would you be willing to give me some installment loans on that deposit? Right. So I want to talk about the position that, that you're in when you agree to do that and maybe if you should or shouldn't put yourself in that position. Right. Now, in an economy where things are going great, rents are going up, and you're getting 30 people trying to apply for your property – um, you're not interested in that person because I've got people that don't need. Yeah, creative financing the, is not yeah, your. I mean, exactly. it, 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 when you're just talking about it, it just I'm having I'm hearkening back to my young childhood, <laughs> and uh, and layaway. If you remember layaway, uh-huh. it was like, oh, you know, we might buy a big ticket item in September, and we kind of chunk away at it, so that in when Christmas came around, we would. My I remember going right. to pick stuff up. My mom like, oh, it's been on layaway, right? Right. We we can't really do layaway housing. No. It's hard to do that way housing. No. But we will run across some really good people with good jobs mm-hmm. 
um, that could be good business partners for us, but just don't have the chunk of money in the bank right now. And, you know, you have to do your due diligence because here's the reality is no matter whether they have a good job or, or whatever the situation is, we know that they're struggling a little bit for money. Right. We know there's not a big savings account. We know they're going to relatively live paycheck to paycheck until they can get caught up or, right. or whatever their situation is. And so there is a little bit of risk there. So we're not willing to take that risk when we have a line out the door. Right. But when we don't have a line out the door and our property has been maybe vacant for a couple of weeks or a month and it starts getting scarce a little bit, we're not there now. I'm just mm. trying to get six months ahead of where yeah. we're going to be. And we're forecasting a little Educate bit. people. Yeah. Yep. You have to start looking at things and saying, okay, if I do get my rent, you know, could I lower the deposit or I recommend at least putting off the deposit in installments into the future. So, I mean, you just give me an idea. Is it four months? Is it six? Is it depend on the term of the lease? No, I, I wouldn't. For me personally, I wouldn't go over two months. Okay. I want I want that deposit in into the account within two months. Now, okay. I don't love this at all. First of right. all, if, yeah. if they're my choice, I would never yeah. do this. This is not this is not choice one. But a. this yeah. is changing your philosophy in a market sure. where do I want that to sit there for another month where I lose twenty five hundred, which is the deposit, right? Or are the, these people, you know, do they qualify and meet my criteria and income is good enough and they show me that this will work? See, I have to say, okay, if you're going to pay me a, de a deposit installment, like half on the 15th, half on the 15th of the prior mm -hmm. month, right? So so you're going to pay me $2,500 to move in. You're going to pay me $1,250 on the 15th. You're going to pay me $2,500 for rent the next month on the 1st. And then you're going to finish up your deposit at $1,250 on the Kay. 15th. You have to show me that you can do that. Yeah. I have to believe that that's possible. Right. It now, cre creates a pattern, right? Yeah. So yeah. how am I going to do this? Now, I'm going to go through my normal criminal credit, eviction, all that stuff, right? And hopefully you have zero of those. Because right. yeah. if you have a lot of that anyways, I don't know that I'm going to be so willing to. Yeah. We're strike two or three now. Yeah, to flex yeah. here, right? Right. But if I'm going to flex, I want to see for sure your bank statements. Okay. 100%. I want to know that that W or the uh, paychecks W gave me isn't just started. It There's a little bit of a track record. Yeah. You know what I mean? I might even ask some questions and what I'm looking for is why are you in this situation? You know, I mean, the reality is, is rents are so high right now that there's a lot of, not a lot of people out there that have five grand just sitting yeah. in the bank with inflation going up and with, you know, gas prices and food prices and and so i would just tell the landlords out there just make sure that they're that the payment plan that you set up makes sense and is achievable if they're if they're so close to the line it's just might not be worth doing yeah so i, I make the deal i feel like somebody um can can do this deal and they can make their payments on the 15th for me and so i decide to rent to the people and i mm -hmm. hand them the keys and the first fifteenth comes around, they pay me my twelve fifty, and I'm like, okay, we're well on our way. Yeah, we're halfway home. Halfway home, the first of the next month comes, they pay their full amount of rent. Okay, great. What happens with on that second fifteenth installment payment? Mm -hmm. What happens if they don't pay that amount? Where are you at at that point? 
Right. Yeah, great question. I, I sure hope you've written some kind of provision into your lease that addresses this, right? That we're, we're going to have that accounted for. Absolutely. So what a lot of people would say would say, okay, well, then you just, you just go evict them. Yeah, no, and thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's not a fun thing, especially two months or a month and a half into a, a brand new partnership. But the reality is, is since they paid their rent on the first, rent is paid. Yeah. So you can't really evict them for non-payment of rent. Right. Because it's not rent you're waiting for. The reality is a deposit is their money that you're holding. Mm-hmm. But it's their money. Yeah. So they didn't give you their money, but what they did is violated your lease. So you were right on point. If it is not documented in your lease that they are required to pay that $2,500 lease payment, then they're violating the lease. So depending on what state you're in, there is a lease violation procedure that usually is different than non-payment of rent Mm -hmm. that you need to go down. And so there's a chance if you went all the way through evictions, you could get attorney's costs, um, you know, filing fees and all stuff. But there's no rent that you would get to collect because they did pay that $2,500 on the first. And so um, moving forward, just... Talk to your attorney. I am not legal counsel. Mm -hmm. I am not your legal counsel. (laughs) I am not giving legal counsel. I am just telling you that we treat deposits different than we do rent. And that as you change your strategies in the future, if in your area, you know, rental prices come down or less people Mm -hmm. are looking for rentals, just know what you can and can't do and always have a good attorney to bounce stuff off. Anything to add, Scott? I've talked a lot on this. No, uh, I, I, I like it. I'm, I'm just trying to think through, uh, you know, kind of if this sort of happened to me, what I would what I would do. So I think this is good, kind of a good seed to plant in the in the heads of our landlords to kind of go, this is a scenario I hadn't really considered. Well, I haven't seen this scenario in yeah. years, right? The right. last time we saw the scenario was in 2007, 2008. And you almost forget about it because yeah. life has been so good for us. And I hope we don't have to go to this scenario. But in a way, if we go to this scenario, prices will come down. Other opportunities will come up for us right. to invest in. So it's it's good if it does happen. It's good if it doesn't happen, if you're positioned in the, in the right way. Yeah, it's, pro- it's good to proactively think about it rather than reacting yeah, when you're in the mi- when you're in the midst of, f- of the fight, right? And Let's and think about it beforehand. And that's so. what that's what we do here in this podcast is we're trying to get six months ahead so we can get you the information before right. you're in that situation asking yourself these questions. And so you might not need this today, but put this in the back of your head because maybe in the future mm-hmm. you might uh, you might turn to this and go, okay, I remember I heard that on that podcast one time. Scott, thanks for joining us. We appreciate you joining us today on the Rent Perfect podcast. And until next time, continue to rent perfect.